What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 111 of the CanadianGameDose.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, one of the main dudes behind CanadianGameDose.com. Joining me, as always, is Brett. Yo, what's up? Fresh off of a, of a nice little forest forest walk. Well, it's more of a mountain slash forest because it's together, but yeah. There you go. And, uh, and Steven's also with us. Hello. You're in Quebec right now, aren't you? I'm in Montreal. Montreal. So what's what's going on in Montreal? Um, well, we're doing a little tour to promote our game, Bring to Light. So we're going across the country to like some spooky haunted places, and we're filming some vlogs and blogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, you, are you coming to Toronto? Uh, yeah, we'll be in Toronto next week. Oh. You coming in to BC? Yeah, I'll be in Vancouver in two weeks. Oh. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't think you're expecting that answer. Um, very cool, Brett. How is for for those who aren't aware, you like to kind of go on on walks. Uh, <laughs> you like to go into the forest and just get lost. Pretty much. This is your, this was your first, uh, you know, spelunking into the the forests of BC. How was it? Well, yeah. Uh, hopefully you didn't hear. Oh, my cat's knocking everything off the desk <laughs> right now. She is, she is mad. Cats do that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so like, yeah, it was really good. This is like, it was also like my first time going hiking alone. Like, I usually go with someone. Like, or like, you know, I like going with people. Mm-hmm. So uh, in this instance, my friend he wanted to go fishing, and I was like, well, I don't do that. That's boring. And, uh, well, actually, fishing's not really that boring. I just don't do it anymore. And then I was like, well, you go fishing, and then I'll go hiking in the area because there's a lot of trails up there. So that's pretty much how we worked it out. And I went for, like, a good three-and-a-half-hour hike on my own, which was, like, the first time I've ever done that. And it was just weird Mm -hmm. to go hiking alone because, like, usually when you're with someone, you kind of, like, you feed off that energy. You kind of you push a little bit harder, and you're like, if I die, I have someone here with me to help me out kind of thing. So I was a little bit more cautious with some of the things I would do. Yeah, but uh, it was just different. It was fun though. I really enjoyed it, and there was there was like there was a lot of people there too. But there were sometimes when I went off the trail where no one was, and I was like, oh, this is going to be dangerous. And then there's, <laughs> then there's the added fact that like there's actual signs everywhere saying, hey, there's bears here. <laughs> so it's like another level of like danger where I'm like, oh yeah. I never think about that in Ontario when I'm hiking around. Like, you don't really think about bears. And then I'm just like, you know what? I don't have anything for bears on me. What are you, <laughs> like, what I'm are, literally... <laughs> what are you supposed to do with the bear? What are you? What is the actual defense against bears? I No one's given me a straight answer that I've talked to. <laughs> you just accept but your fate? It, you just accept your fate. It either bugs you or it doesn't. Like, I've read that you're not supposed to run because it can kill you. And like you can't just climb trees because it can climb trees. It's just pretty much like you're dead. Like <laughs> I heard I thought you were the... supposed to make yourself really big and then make a lot of noise. I've heard that too, but I've also heard people say like, "Yeah, people die that way." Mm. Yeah, wouldn't that like provoke the bear, or is just like I, this guy isn't so big? I could take him. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. But like when I was up out there, I was just like, "Oh, I don't have any like gear with me. I'm literally out there with like a water canteen." 
and I'm just out in bear country, just walking around, just going, dude, 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 don't mind me, bears. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm definitely wasn't like, uh, well, yeah, it was an interesting hike. It, the bear factor just makes you a little bit more heightened. You're just like, where could they be? But I didn't see any. I don't think bears are very stealthy. I feel like if you see a bear, you might, oh, dude. You, you might see a They're bear before stealth. it sees you. Really? Oh, yeah. I've, there was this like one video I've seen recently of like a grizzly bear, like literally sneak up on someone. And oh. you would think this massive bear would be heard, but he snuck up on them. And it was just like they turned around and a grizzly bear's there. And you're like, holy shit. Because they got like those big padded feet, so like they're pretty soft walkers. Huh. You gotta start packing heat, bro. <sighs> yeah, I gotta look into that. Like, if I have to have a bear gun or bear repellent or whatever, I gotta look into it. What's that sketchy but, uh, street in Vancouver again? Uh, East Hastings. I don't know. Go to go to that sketchy street and just pick up pick up some gun. Yeah, get a gun. <laughs> then I'm ready for bears. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a, uh, it was, it's really nice, and I, I put up, a, I put up a bunch of pictures on my Instagram. Uh, I went across the suspension bridge. That was trippy. <laughs> They're definitely not made for me. <laughs> yeah, the suspension bridge was quite shaky. Hastings Street, East East Hastings. Is that that's the street? I'm googling yep. sketchiness, and in, in 2005, it was sketchy. I don't know if it's still sketchy. Or yes. 2009, sorry, 2009. Supposedly that's the sketchy, like that's where they all hang out. I've been there once. I see. They, they filmed uh, MacGyver in BC on that bridge, or one of the many bridges. Oh, yeah? I remember that. I watched a lot of MacGyver as a kid. Nice. Wait, wait, MacGyver? Like the Simpsons MacGyver? That's a real show? MacGyver is a real show. Wait, no, Steven, don't do this to me. <laughs> you do not know about MacGyver? No. Richard wait. Dean Anderson? Wait, you don't. You wait. Hold on. You didn't know. Wait, about, <laughs> wait Steve. I've not. I I never heard of MacGyver outside of Simpsons. Holy wait, shit! Ever. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> wait, no. This oh my is god. Like, this is like a 2016 show. There, there must be an older one, right? There is. Yeah, it's from the 70s, I think. Richard Dean Anderson, like Selma and Louise, have the crush on him in The Simpsons, but he's like an actual actor who did cameos on the show. I. I've only ever heard of MacGyver from a Simpsons perspective within oh the god. world of Simpsons. Oh my god! I'm just like kind of, I'm kind of just blown away right now. I don't know how to tell you. I don't know how to tell you. MacGyver, in 1984. Well, he's a real. It's a real show. All right, fair enough. Is it the? All right. Oh yeah, filmed in Vancouver. There you go. Yeah, I learned something new every day. <laughs> so did me and Steve. <laughs> Who's who? What else is Richard Dean Anderson? Oh, he's on Stargate. I didn't watch Stargate, so I don't know who Richard <laughs> Dean Anderson is really. Oh my god! I'm not a big TV person. I don't know. What, I don't tell you. Um, well, I think we should get to the news. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about news. Well, I was going to ask Stephen if there's any interesting forests or anything in Montreal, but yeah, what'd you do in Montreal? Well, uh, like... we went to Lauberge Saint Gabriel. It's one of the oldest inns in North America. The first liquor licensed in in the british empire but in the middle of the 19th century it burned down and it killed a little girl who was staying there with her family and it said that to this day the little girl haunts the auberge people see her down the hallways staring at the ground in a white dress people see things fly off the shelves and hear mysterious sounds from the kitchen very creepy and you're just like hey little girl come play bring the light yeah essentially hmm. buy it on steam 
So what what so if what is the Brain Delight uh, World or Canada tour? Where else are you going? Oh, we're going everywhere. It's uh, gonna be three weeks. We're going Halifax to Vancouver. Gonna do about ten videos, and yeah, it's just gonna be it's a little fun end of the summer road trip too for me and Reed. He's the studio head. Wait, are you you're driving the whole thing? Uh, we're doing a bit of driving and flying. So yeah. we're driving to Ontario, flying to Winnipeg, driving to Saskatoon, flying to Abbotsford. You want to hit up uh, Northwest Territories or anything like that? No, no, that's okay. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> it's, already, it's already starting to get cold up there. I think it snowed like end of August up in Yukon oh. or something like that. Yeah, I'm I'm wearing shorts. I didn't pack any pants. So, <laughs> all right, we can get to the news time. Actually, we're at the hype time. Oh yeah, we usually start with hype. Let's hype. Um, we got the hype, Steve. Hype. Is there anything, any events or anything like that that you guys want to hype, Brett? Is there anything in your neck of the woods that you want to? Um, no. All right, Steven, is there anything in your neck of the woods that you want to hype up? Um, there's Game Dev Atlantic that's coming up in a month or two, so that's going to be fun. Is that in Hamilton? That's in Halifax, yeah. Or, or sorry, Halifax, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm probably going to go to that, and... It's October, yeah. t- October 24th. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, um, same from... From my end, nothing new. Game Slice uh, 2019 is happening in London. That's the vertical slice uh, where you can kind of go and, and play kind of betas of games or alphas of games or whatever. Uh, Hand-Eye Society is having their kind of 10th uh, anniversary or their 10th anniversary um, fancy ball thing, whatever they call. Um, so the tickets are that for that are on sale. That is on September 21st. Uh, and then just some of the same stuff that we kind of been mentioning before, EGLX, which we'll be at, uh, and, and things like that. So you can go to CanadianGameDevs.com slash GameDev-Events to find cool. out. Also, if you want to go to Patreon.com slash CanadianGameDevs, uh, you can help support the site, and uh, you'll get the podcast and all the other stuff a little bit early, including the upcoming uh, interview with the guy who made a short hike, which we were going to do a spoiler cast, but Steven has not been there yet. Um, <laughs> Classic Steven. <laughs> Games like two and a half hours long, but whatever. And uh, and then there's also another article coming out of um, someone who was a, a student and just kind of I, I had her write up kind of a I guess a mini essay on on her uh, experiences just being a student and for anyone who's interested in that. So that's coming up too. Uh, that should be out in the next week or so. Um, so you can go to Patreon.com/slash Game Does to subscribe and, and become a patron and, and help support the site. Uh, also, this month, I, I decided it started today. I actually started last night, like one in the morning, when I was waiting for the FIBA basketball uh, games, mm-hmm. which was the stupidest thing that I've I've done in recent memory. Um, but I but I str- I'm going to stream uh, every single day this week. So I started last night. I did some this morning. I'm going to be playing game uh, Canadian games on uh, on our Twitch Twitch TV slash Canadian Game Devs. Uh, so make sure to follow and and uh, sub if you like. Uh, everyone everyone who has Amazon Prime gets a free sub, so you should click that um and yeah i'm going to be playing playing various uh games I, I was i turned on my xbox today and i just have like a dozen canadian games that i just haven't played yet like full metal furies is on there um i'm blanking i'm blanking on a lot of them now like but i the cuphead like I, I barely played uh i just have a lot of game river bonds like a lot of games because of the game pass i just have so many games that i just download and then just 
either played for a half hour or just never played. Um, so it's it's going to be my excuse to get to the backlog there. So twitch.tv slash clean game devs. Uh, yeah, I don't. I think that's I think that's all I got on my end. So we'll go to the news. Yay, news. <laughs> no one wants to say the news. Number one. <laughs> Uh, First-person climbing game Hatch is out now on Ichio. Uh, solo developer uh, Rubik, I think. R-U-B-E-K-I, Rubik. Uh, actually, I think it's on uh, Steam now, too. If I Let me actually check since we post this. But it's, uh, basically, he calls it a kind of a first-person ambient climbing game um, hmm. that is, you know, it's, it's five bucks US. Let me actually, it's a Steam coming soon, but I'm pretty sure it's out. Uh, oh, September 2019. So it's coming to Steam mm-hmm. fairly soon. But if you want to pick up now, you can. So on on Ichio, uh, mm-hmm. looks pretty looks pretty nice. And I think since I'm in the mood for um, you know some of these more ambient kind of calm hiking slash games, mm-hmm. I, might, I might cop this one. That's another jive at Steven for not being a short hike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this looks interesting. Yeah. Like yeah, it looks interesting. Five USD. Brett, you bought two games last time we, we did a podcast, so are you going to buy this? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm watching the trailer right now, like just checking it out. Or wishlist it, I guess. You can wishlist it. I, I doubt, you probably wouldn't buy it on Ichio, would you? Well, last time I didn't buy a game on Ichio, I got yelled at. Right. Buy games on Ichio. <laughs> you get a Steam key anyway, and the developers get more money. Is that for every game on Ichio? Uh, so the developers set it on their end. The default is ninety ten. You can actually set it a hundred percent, so Itchio doesn't get mm-hmm. anything. But the default's usually ninety ten, and I don't think people usually change it. No, mm. sorry. What I mean is, um, is it the de- is it normally that you get a Steam key as well? Uh, every game that's been on Steam and Itchio, I've gotten a Steam key. Um, mm. But sometimes uh, they don't set that up. Like when it comes out on Steam after it launched on Itchio, right. I mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But usually when it's day and day, I get a Steam key with it. I think almost every game I bought day and day, bought it on HEL, came with a Steam key. Oh. How much is this game? Uh, five, five bucks? Five bucks USD. Hmm, interesting. Oh, and so then as a developer, you can you can determine, you get to pick how much money Ichio gets? Correct. So you can actually drag the bar all the way down to 100% for you, and Ichio gets zero, and they're okay with that. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. So what's... I- yeah. Oh, actually, a quick PSA. Uh, Celeste is free on the Epic Game Store right now. Oh, if you don't download Celeste for free, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> that uh, Celeste is actually another one that I have on Xbox One. Another game that I played for a half hour and it was it, it didn't grab me like it seems to grab every single other person. Um, mm-hmm. But that's another one that I want to dive back into. But I but I still copped it on the Epic Game Store. Inside is is also free this week, but it's not a Canadian game, so whatever. You can don't have to download it. Um, but, but Celeste is there. Hmm. I just don't know if I like these controls. Like it's just WASD. I wanna. I want to use my controller. Is it? So I. You guys are gonna have to teach me this. Do you have? Does a developer have to like program a controller setting into the games, or can you map it like WASD? Well, they gotta flip the switch, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know if you're using Steam, uh, like Steam has a pretty good remap option, but that's a lot of work on the player's end where the developers could usually pretty easily just put that into the game themselves. 
Right. Uh, she, so there is like a little quote. Hatch is a PS1 slash N64 style first person climbing game. Unforgivably challenging and heavily focused on atmosphere. It's meant to mimic the feeling you get when rock climbing. Frustrating but highly rewarding when you reach the top. There's more to it than the mechanics, however, so be patient, careful, and enjoy the views on your way up to the top. Uh, it actually says on the Steam page, estimated playtime 30 to 60 minutes or more. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 uh, it looks pretty, it looks pretty interesting. I might, I might cop it just cause I'm in this sort of, I, w- I was thinking of downloading journey. Uh, I played Abzu recently. I'm kind of into in this mood of, um, sort of more relaxed, uh, just like these journey type of games. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks interesting. That's for sure. So well, maybe I'll get it. Maybe hatch. I'll get it. Wish list. Uh, if we're going, if you're going to say we're doing a review about it and we're going to talk about it, then maybe I'll get it. I mean, we could do. No, nah, no. No. You tell fine. me, Steve. <laughs> not your boss. I'm not going to make you buy a game. It's fine. You kind of are. No. What do you mean? Well, we're working on this thing. You know, one thing leads to another. <laughs> We're all partners. Here. Uh, number two. Yeah, it, it, I was just going to say, like, if you were like, yo, let's make a video for it, and then I'll get it, and we can make a video for it. All right. I'm not crazy about it. It's fine. I want to – let's focus on a short, a short hike. Let's do that one first. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Steven. Yeah. Steven. <laughs> you can honestly just be playing the game during this podcast and, and finish it by the time we finish. Especially I if you already my... played a little bit. I think my save file's at home, and I don't know if it has Steam Cloud, but I could restart. Yeah, jeez Louise. Yeah, I'm dropping the ball here, guys, so... That's fine. Number two, Game Studio Mighty Yell announces their first game, The Big Con. Uh, hustle through the 90s in The Big Con, an adventure game where you're an awkward teen hustling to save her family video store from gangsters. Plays Ali, a uh, high school junior, uh, junior, gone AWOL from Bandcamp to seek revenge on the loan sharks that threatened her mom's video store. Fighting with your mom is your job. No one else wants uh, else wants to do that. Maybe you'll profit from the latest collect collectible plushy craze and make an interesting friend along the way. Um, this is uh, actually our, our boy Dan Rodriguez is on this too, but it's kind of a combination of a few people in the industry from Guacamole 2, Runbow, Jazz Punk, Shadow of the T- uh, Tomb Raider, um, mm-hmm. kind of come together. They they announced the studio a few years ago, and this is their their first game. Um, so it looks like you're kind of running around them all st- stealing, and uh, it sounds kind of nonsense. Like how you have mm. to basically steal to uh, save the, the the video star or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it looks interesting. It's on Steam. Uh, you can wishlist it. I don't think they put a release date or anything like that. Maybe a year. Let's let me just check it out on Steam. Uh, release date TBA I thought so um, so yeah there's no they just kind of announced it and, and you can wishlist it and whatnot. so we'll you know as we find out more um, mm-hmm. we'll certainly talk about it but right now you get the trailer and whatnot. follow them on Twitter that sort of good stuff yeah the trailer looks interesting like it just looks interesting I'm down for the 90s that's... throwback too so yeah I just like the Saved by the Bell background yeah that's, yeah exactly it's very Saved by the Bell mm-hmm so. Interesting. I wonder what the game is, though. Like just looking at it, it looks like I'm just running around doing it, things. It's an adventure game. Talk to people, solve puzzles, manage your inventory, save the video store. It looked like there was some time-based stuff where it's, it has that gauge and the thing going back and forth, and you got to kind of steal at the right time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like 
calling it the big con makes me feel like they want to con me out of my money. Oh, no. I don't think that's it. Could be. Could be. Maybe it's like a Maniac Mansion type of game. Maniac Mansion? Why did it, what is that? Is that? Oh describe that. What is that? It's a classic uh, adventure game. Yeah, classic adventure game. I don't think I ever played it. It's the it's LucasArts, right? Oh, it's another LucasArts yeah, game. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like an old, 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 old game. Very old game. 1987. Yeah. I didn't play that one. Playing. I played. Uh, I had the Dig and uh, Indian Jones. So I and I think those are a little bit older. So I don't. I don't remember. I don't think I played any of the adventure games from like hmm. the 80s. Interesting. Very oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's kind of what this reminds me of. Like looking at it, it's like it's going to be like kind of like, you know, grab the coffee pot. Now put the coffee pot somewhere, and then it's going to trigger a thing. And then here comes story, and then you know stuff like that. Yeah, maybe we'll have to wait and see. Six dollar game. Number. Three. <laughs> I don't know. I'm maybe I don't. I have no idea, but I doubt it. But maybe. Uh, number three. <laughs> The first trailer for Maximum Football 2019 is out. It's actually Doug Flutie's, I forget the full name, but Doug Flutie's Maximum Football, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. It's coming to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One this month. They tweet about um, basically that they've passed cert on PS4, and I think they got like one thing to pass on Xbox One. It's from Canuck Play, who is in Kingston, I want to say, or Peterborough. Very close uh, to Toronto. Um Maximum Football, if you're unaware, it's an independently made football game. It doesn't uh, have a connection to the NFL or CFL or anything like that. Uh, it's the third. It's so weird. It's the third iteration. So the they they kind of changed the theme a little bit. Like it used to be Canadian Football 2017 back on Xbox One, mm. um, and then there was Maximum Football 2018, which kind of dropped. It has, still has the CFL rules, but they didn't call it Canadian Football or whatever. Um, and then. We did a, I did an interview with, with the guy uh, last year just to talk about it and stuff. And he was talking about how, you know, the, the NFL game is called Madden. You need to, like, they have Madden as a dude tied to it. So they wanted to have their own kind of guy to tie to the game. That's why it's Doug Flutie's National mm-hmm. Football. So it's kind of more of a, I mean, Doug Flutie played in all three, in both college, CFL, and NFL. He's probably best known for, um, some of his college play, so I think it's more of a college-focused game. Mm-hmm. But we'll still have CFL rules and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, all the teams are like fake teams or whatever. There's not, there's no like uh, licensing um, mm-hmm. or anything like that. And um, yeah, it, it's coming coming this month. They have a really dedicated fan base, though. Like basically everyone who is who just hates EA now and is done with NFL, um, yeah. Canuck play has kind of come in and, and sort of sniped them. Uh, hmm. And, and whatnot, and because and, I don't think there's really any other football games being made. I can't really think of any. Yeah, I don't think 2K makes their football game anymore. No, I mean, EA has the licensing, right? So there's no NFL, yeah. other NFL games, so I don't know if there's any if any, there's anyone making other, other football games without Right, that's a good so. point. So. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's like so weird about this, because it's like no one else thought about doing this where it's just like, you know what, I'm just going to make football. Like, no one owns football like the sport so it's like yeah i'm just gonna make it (laughs) it's like it's such a weird thing to me and like just looking at it a part of me hates it because i'm like this is so dumb like why do we need this but a part of me is also like this is genius (laughs) like you're just you're just like pulling the carpet from under ea 
and like and people support it. Like, who cares about the names and all that? It's so weird. It's fascinating to me. I think uh, I think they have like a you can create your own team and players and stuff like that. So I'm going to make a Canadian game dose team. Nice. Like it's just it's so crazy every time. And I, like I follow these guys too. Like I, I follow their Twitter and stuff, and I'm just like I can't. It just blows my mind. Like it's happening. They have a really like I mentioned earlier. They have they're they have a really dedicated fan base. Like they got a lot mm-hmm. of people following them on Twitter, and and they have a Patreon as well. Um, right. That just has a lot of people who are just. I think like I he tagged me in one of the posts. I think about a trailer dropping, and and my phone was just blown up because I was getting notifications like every half a second and just <laughs> most of the time people were just like thank god you're here because madden sucks blah 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 so mm-hmm. i think it's people who are just tired of especially now with a lot of sports games kind of gain a lot of microtransaction shit which people are just kind of really just fed up with um yeah that's true and so they're just they just want to sometimes some of these guys they don't want to play as Tom Brady or whatever, they just want a football game, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's weird because there isn't really anything like that for basketball and there isn't really anything like that for baseball or, or, or hockey. hockey. I can't think of any independently independent games um, for those mm-hmm. sports, but I mean, football is bigger than all three of those or like it's the biggest of the major four sports. So mm-hmm. I guess if you're going to have one, it would be football and uh, yeah, Doug Fuji's tied to it now. So if you're uh I forget what college he played for, but he had that duck, the Hail Mary pass. I forget what Flutie pass. Or if you're a Toronto Argos fan or a Bills fan, then uh, you, got your, you got your boy Doug Flutie. Yeah, man, he's a good football player. So yeah. Yeah. I'm still I'm still fascinated by this game. Like it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not getting a four out of ten. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's a football game it's, though. It should. It automatically gets a four out of ten, but it gets a little bit more because I'm fascinated by it. <laughs> what does that even mean? Your rating, makes, your rating doesn't make any sense. That's the point of the system, Steve. I thought you were it's done not, with the four out of ten. That's the point of it, man. The whole thing is not supposed to make sense anymore because it's been retired. Yeah, so they don't have a release date yet because they want to do. It looks like they want to do day and date with uh, Xbox and PlayStation, but Microsoft hasn't certified the game yet. Um, oh. Four hours ago. For those that have asked about a release date, we still need Microsoft to certify the game. Sony ha- already has. We'll update everybody once we hear back from Microsoft. That was four hours ago. So, mm. um, should be. I don't know how long certain stuff, all that crap takes. Sometimes it seems to take months and months, but they seem pretty confident that it won't take that long because they mentioned in the trailer that it was September and they they did that without confirming sort of certification. <laughs> so. Um, Steven, any interest in an in independent football game? Are you a sports guy at all? You're not. Not particularly, but I did play. There's another football game called Super Mutant Football League, which oh, yeah, yeah. is kind of rad, and I, I had fun messing around with that. That's but, kind of like a turn-based thing, isn't it? Um, I mean, isn't all football turn-based? But uh, So you play as these different like monster teams, and you... The goal of the game is really just, like, kill the other team by, like, taking them out and, like, dismembering them. So, it's it's really whack, but... Yeah, I, I think I played... I think my friend had this. I think it was actually free on PS Plus. Um, and I played it. But you actually sort of... Uh, you, like, plan out your route, and then there it's sort of like a little bit of a... It's kind of like XCOM, almost, where you, ha- where you have to, like, plan out a route... And then it gives you like a probability or whatever on on doing. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I kind of forgot about this one. 
but yeah, it's very it's you're just trying to murder everyone mm-hmm. uh, in this. Um, I, I I'm assuming the answer is no, but you guys didn't. You neither of you stayed up to watch Canada football or Canada basketball last night, did you? I watched some today against Australia. Oh, okay. You didn't stay up till five in the morning to watch that. No. Okay. <laughs> um, that's fine. I just wanna I wanna talk basketball with people, and Brett Brett's a hater, so. What? Yeah, you know, How am I a hater? You heard me. What? Such a hater. Uh, so anyways, Maximum Football, I'm just going to move on. Maximum Football 2019, so it's coming out soonish. Um, that's it for news. Yay. Uh, I guess we could talk about the games we've been playing. Okay. Uh, we won't talk about a short hike uh, like, like we've kind of already talked about. We're going to do kind of a review cast thing of it uh, next week. Just talk about it. I guess you can give your sort of high level thoughts on it if you want, but um, we're going to do like a dedicated podcast to that. But um, Brett, what, what have you been playing? Um, so I am. Oh man, geez, where to start? Uh, well, right now I'm I'm putting in a lot of time into the messenger because that's the next one we're going to be talking about. I think so. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. And that's it. That's really a, that's like the main game I've been playing, and then just a ton of hyper casual games on my mobile device. So it's that's pretty much it. And oh, like for mobile, it's what? Didn't you release your game? Oh yeah! <laughs> Catch me outside. Yeah, I released the game. <laughs> Wait, did you not want me to bring it up? Well, you didn't put it on the website, so no, I didn't. So, way to drop the ball on BC developed <laughs> games. What's it called? <laughs> Ride or die. <laughs> and it's dying. Is it, It's not doing well? Nope. It has nope. 196 reviews. Yeah, those aren't good reviews. Oh, no. It's 4.3. Oh, oh you're on order. On iPhone. Yeah, iPhone's, it's, it's, it's alright. It's doing alright. 4.3 isn't good? I forget what you told me. You said that like anything under 4 is just garbage, right? Pretty much. Or any under four point five is four point five still good or no? Yeah, four point five is where it's still at, where it's at. You don't want to be under that. Here, so I'll, we're we're I'll, there. I'll review. I'll download a review for you. Thanks, Me man. Too. Thanks, guys. Well, I just said You're I'll welcome. review it. I didn't say what I'd review it. Let's just find out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You can give it a zero. I don't care. I don't think you can. Can you? You have to give it at least a one. Yeah, yeah minimum is one. That's the thing. With yeah, the, but, that's uh, the thing with the reviews that people don't realize. You can't rate a zero at a. At a the worst you can give something is a one, which is still twenty percent. So it's kind of like skews yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, I got to. Uh, yeah, I released my game. Uh, it's not really my game. Like that was the game that I inherited. I would say because like I got brought on to the team right around when the development cycle for it was done. Mm-hmm. So uh, all I really got to do on that game was just like a little bit of fine tuning on like some stuff. Nothing major. Like my stuff's in development now. So. But yeah, stuff's on the way. Um, about the messenger. Mm-hmm. How, how far are you? Also, if you hear barking in the background, it's just my dog going apeshit for a second. Um, I just got to the the ice caves or the, the glacier level. I don't know what it is. I just beat the two ogres. So I'm on like some ice castle thing. Okay, so you're not... Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You're not at the... Like, there's, a, there's kind of a certain turning point. Um, oh. in the game and you're not there I just want I was just wondering because I got there today 
while mm-hmm. I was streaming on Twitch. Uh, and I just because mm-hmm. it, I thought the game was a Metroidvania. Me too. Um, and so, spoiler: it becomes a Metroidvania, sort of. Yeah, that's kind of what I, I felt like it's going to happen. Like right now, I feel like it's playing like a Ninja Gaiden, and then I feel like it's going to become more than what it is because, I, like, because right now you got to collect like fifty of those tokens. And I'm like, I don't even know where all these are, and I feel like I have to go back because I missed some. So, yeah, we'll see. Oh, you we'll mean the things to level up or whatever? Yeah. So one thing that I really like the, about the game, and maybe Steven can challenge me about this, about Celeste, is what I, what I started to, and I think I've talked about this before, is just um, platformers that just have, like, really difficult areas, but there's no, like, punishment to dying you just it's just sort of you're just given this sort of screen to complete and if you die you just kind of restart so you just restart it over and over and over again so like see but that's what super meat boy was kind of really known for and it's like fun to play sometimes but i felt like there was just a lot of games that were doing that so like guacamelee 2 had sessions like that but guacamelee 2 also had like really fun combat so it kind of worked out so when i played celeste it's like you're just dying and there's nothing really to it you just like restart and i just wasn't feeling it but with messenger when you die there's like there's actually repercussions like you you don't get like you have to kind of quote unquote pay that devil thing to um to like take some of the experience points or whatever your currency and i just love that like i I just the game like i i'm really digging the game uh i think it's Mm -hmm. really like it's a lot of fun it's super fast it it is hard like there's definitely like I'm dying from a combination of like puzzle, um, like platformers, but also just like enemies, just who are kind of in strategic strategic areas and stuff like that. Like it's yeah, a lot of the like bouncing between like how you have to hit something, like the, mm-hmm. those like those fireballs or whatever. You got to hit them to kind of uh, move forward or whatever and, and traverse like a, a pit. It's just it's super well done. Like the game is just is awesome. I think so. I, I I agree with you. Like I look forward to our more in depth conversation about this game. Yeah. Because I I'm definitely digging it. Um, I like it actually a lot more than Shovel Knight. Um, because I thought Shovel Knight was just a breeze. Like I I destroyed that game, and uh, the Messenger. I am I am destroying this game. Like it's I find it easy, but I also think there's some really good challenges in here that I have died on. Because I fucked up, you know what I'm saying, and it's just like, oh, that was my, I didn't push the keys properly, you know. Yeah. So I, I like, I definitely, I think I actually if might get that extended content afterwards. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm really digging the game, and I, and like, I'm only playing it for like maybe like let's say like an hour at a time, and I actually feel like I'm getting stuff done in it too, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's just a fun, it's, it's a fun game so far. So I look forward to beating it, and I probably will, maybe 100 percent it because I'm really into it. So yeah, I want to get the platinum trophy. Um, Ooh. they, uh, what was that? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be tricky. Is it? I, I think it's pretty challenging, yeah, from when I looked at it. That's a pretty high percentage. There's um there so there's two there's one where it's like I guess there's like some dark cave or something that you gotta get through without getting the light. Um mm-hmm. so I just wanna guide that one. Because uh, it's far enough into the game that I probably don't want to like replay it. And right. then there there is one where you have to get to a certain boss, like the fifth or sixth boss without dying, but apparently that's like super easy after you kinda replay the game because it 
the earlier levels just become much easier. Steven, did you play the messenger? Or? Yeah, I got to the bamboo area. Bamboo. I think that's like two or three like worlds in. Oh, okay, so not that with far. like the waterfalls and stuff. No, yeah, yeah. no. True. I liked it. It was really pretty, and I think it's <laughs> to the point that Celeste and Meepway are less about you know accomplishing and more about mastering like a very specific set of platforming challenges by doing it over and over i like that more yeah than the more traditional like classic nes platformer type of game like shovel knight and messenger um but i definitely appreciated what the messenger was doing and it's really funny like did you talk to the guy in the shop and you you can keep talking to him forever he's got so much to say and it's it's really clever. The cabinet, yeah. It the writing in the game is really, really funny. Like, like laughing out loud at mm-hmm. some of the, at some of the stuff that's kind of going on, and some of the like, there's there's just some stuff like later on as well that involves like time travel and things that's just like super cool. A lot of like little Easter egg stuff, like genuine smile on my face when I was playing the game today. When I when I kind of got a lot like really far into the game. Um, it, yeah, it's a, it's a really, really good game. Like, I know I'm late. I know we're all kind of late on this because I think it came out last year. And I had a few people on the Discord and, and on Twitter and stuff just, like, telling me to download this game and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's it's a – like, I recommend, I wholly recommend kind of downloading it. It's, it's on most things. Like, it's on PC. It's on uh, Xbox One. It's on Switch, I believe. It's on PS4. Um, so it's, it's available. I would, I would highly recommend everyone to kind of pick it up because it's really, really good. Um, Seymour, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing, I don't think I've ever talked about it on this show, but do you guys know Cartoon Network Matchland? It's a mobile game. Uh, I know uh, most of Cartoon Network stuff. I haven't seen that game. So it's kind of a reskin of their first game, Matchland. It's by RaceCat studios they're also in vancouver and i actually talked to the designers name's chris savory um like a while ago when the game came out and i've been playing it ever since and really getting back into it now that i'm on the road and aren't at home to play games but it's a really it's a it's the best match game i've ever played and people have preconceptions about match games but this one you create a party um Mm -hmm. out of cartoon network characters you know there's like classic ones like I'm, I'm opening right now. You've got like Steven from Steven Universe. You got some of the the bears from their new bear show. But then the world's populated. Oh, all the Adventure Time characters. But the world's populated by like classic Cartoon Network characters. So like Courage the Cowardly Dog and Johnny Bravo, and all these guys walk around. Oh, Johnny and Bravo. You ma- yeah, classic. Yeah, and you see him go up to <laughs> go up to uh, you. Um, you go up to these stands that you. Uh, the the waiting mechanic in this game is you make all these food stands that the Cartoon Network characters go to and buy things, and that's what earns you the coins. But the game plays like a turn-based role-playing game. So like you have all these uh, characters in your party, and when you match the color that matches those characters, it builds up uh, their attack, and then you choose which enemies you want to unleash that attack on. So it's like a mix of real-time match three, where as soon as you make a match, a timer starts ticking down. You got to make as many matches as possible before it runs out to like build up your attack, and then you wait for the other team to attack you. It's really nice. It's really tight. 
underrated and every one of my friends i've ever shown this game to and got them to play it has immediately got hooked and will text me like a week later and they're like ah oh, man this sucks i'm playing this game every day it's really good and i'm mad at you mm. and, uh, yeah what's, hmm. it, what's it on it's on ios and android and what's it called sorry it's called cn matchland because i'm assuming cartoon network wouldn't fit without the ellipses in the app uh on the home screen you know so yeah, CN Matchland Race Cat Games. It's re- it's really nice pixel art too. Um, yeah, hmm. give it that download. It's good. Matchland. Match I wait. CN. What, what's the first part? C A N. Uh, capital C, capital N, space, and then match space uh, land. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, yeah. Other than that, I've had my switch with me so been playing a couple switch games i got a free code for way of the passive fist which is another game i like it it's it's going after that you know old uh simpson the only thing i have to compare it to is there's that simpsons side scrolling brawler like mm-hmm. the ar- arcade cabinet i played that a lot at like the movies when i was a kid yeah yeah and it's like that but it's 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 almost a rhythm game because you have to like block block and you build up your your one punch and then you take down an enemy and so i've been getting into that and i I like it a lot yeah i've been meaning to get back to that game i just remember playing that uh i got maybe halfway maybe 40 percent through the game but i felt the levels just like dragged on like way too long Mm -hmm. um and it just got kind of repetitive and and so especially later on when some of the enemies are kind of pretty similar just kind of reskinned and maybe just a little bit faster or something like that um i just it just like it, I, the game kind of got a little stale but i've been meaning to like re-download it just to kind of um give it another not give it another shot because i did enjoy it but just sort of revisit it i guess and just see i'm um, definitely cause I, cause feeling also, the repetitive of this yeah because you can also change the um, like the difficulty in a lot of various like interesting ways and so i was wondering mm-hmm. if like changing it including the number of enemies you face at one time. And I remember, um, oh man, I'm blanking on Jason, uh, Canham, who was the developer of the game saying that you kind of face the same amount of enemies, no matter what, but like, you know, Brett might only do it like one at a time, whereas I might do it like 10 at a time. So I was wondering if I could just kind of increase the amount of enemies and just make it go a little bit faster. I've been meaning to like try that and experiment with it and whatnot. Um, but I haven't like I haven't I haven't bothered to download it yet, <clears throat> or re-download it rather. Um, I download so I downloaded both. Brett, how come in Ride or Die? How come the Cash Cash Me Out girl just rides a car and just jumps between cars? Why is that the game? I don't know. Okay, is that <laughs> something she does, or I thought she I thought it'd be like a music, hip hop, thing or something. I w- I wasn't a part of the project, Steve. Oh well, I'm just wondering. I would, I would tell you, I would tell you everything off off air. Is does she like? Does she say this is what she wants the game? I will tell you <laughs> everything off air. All right, fine, fine. Um, for me, well, I've been playing. Uh, been playing. Oh wait, can oh. I can I add in one more? I totally forgot to. Yeah, of course. Because uh, I, don't know if Steve, I hear me. that. I hear that someone's playing uh, Matchland. I might be. Uh, someone, someone uh, mentioned the Switch. 
Now, I don't own a Switch, but I've, I've been playing my friend's Switch. And I've been playing Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, oh, oh. about time. Jesus. Beautiful. And I have to say, it's that's a great game. It's pretty great. <laughs> great game. Like... Yeah, I'm addicted to it. I almost, I'd om- I almost went and just bought a Switch just to have that game. Does he? I have bought a Switch a... for that game. That was when I bought mine. Does he have mm-hmm. Zelda? Yeah, he does. Well, there you go. That's your one-two punch, man. You just get those two games and you're set. Yeah, like he's moving soon. Like he's moving uh, back to Germany, so I'm going to get like his big TV and his couch, and I might, I might just get myself a Switch because uh, that Mario Odyssey really got me. Yeah. How far? How how far are you? Like, have you played a lot of it, or uh, just sort of dabbled? I'm on I'm on like part Planet Four or whatever it is, like part four. Or, yeah, I've only done the first four worlds. Yeah, yeah true. I uh, and it's fun. Yeah, like was, a lot of fun. I I liked it. I wasn't as high on it as a lot of other people. I thought Breath of the Wild like was a fucking amazing game. We we've sworn twice on this on this episode, by the way. Um, I thought Breath of the Wild was amazing. Mario Odyssey, I thought it was fun, but I, I didn't think it was the like the amazing, you know, come the century game Mario game that everyone kind of mm-hmm. like, hyped it out. I don't know why. Uh, maybe just three, maybe just three D Mario's in general. I'm kind of, I don't know. I don't. I I don't know why. I don't really have a good answer. But it's a it's a great game though, and I'm surprised you don't have a freaking Switch by now. You should also get Mario Maker, dude. Uh, I just I don't want to do that. That's too much like work. Mario Maker is a lot of fun. It's too much like work, guys. I make games. I was eyeing Mario Maker a little bit because uh, I I forget what episode a couple of episodes ago, Seaman was kind of telling me about it um, mm-hmm. and sort of selling me on it. But I, so I was eyeing it, but I'm still kind of like trying to play like a few like trying to play the Switch a little bit more. But every time I do, I just I pick it up and I'm just like, eh. and then I just play it for like 10 minutes and then I put it down um the thing mm-hmm. actually I played most on it recently was Ninja Gaiden actually because of because of the messenger basically I, I would stop playing the messenger I'm like you know what I still kind of want this experience but I want to also watch tv at the same time so I just like Ninja Gaiden is on the like Nintendo online app thing whatever it's called mm-hmm. uh so I would I'd play that and just you know my forever challenge of trying to beat that game because I don't think I've ever actually officially been uh the original Ninja Gaiden um on NES um, I'm playing, uh, so I've been playing that. I've been playing Messenger, uh, which we already kind of talked about. Played, um, I, I did Platinum Days Gone, finally. Uh, that game, it, like, man, it's it's too long. Like, there's, sometimes games are just too long and they just overstay their welcome. And Days Gone is maybe, like, 15 hours, like, too long in terms of the story and shit you can do. Also, it's super buggy. Like, it's one of the like buggiest glitchiest games i've played in recent memory and i played fallout 76 for like 80 hours mm-hmm. um it is it crashed on me all the time it graphical glitch all the time audio stuff like clipping errors like it was brutal um not bad enough that i stopped playing the game because i platinumed it but still it just it it didn't run well like mm-hmm. at all which is which is rare for kind of a internal like a first party game Mm-hmm. Usually, first-party games are kind of you know massaged a little bit better, but either way, it's fun. I mean, if you're if you want an open-world zombie game, it's there for you. Um, kind of went back to Evil Within, but I didn't get too far into it. It was mostly it was a lot of Messenger and uh, and and stuff this week, so <laughs> nothing crazy. Play Fallout seventy six. Um, no thanks. 
<laughs> I think that's it for this episode. Uh, Brad, if people want to know what you're doing and and uh, and keep up to date, where can they do that? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Brett Meeser. And uh, Stephen, if people want to follow this uh, Bring, um, Bring Delight World Tour, Canada Tour, where can they do that? Um, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Red Meat Games. And you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Riley, spelled Stefan. Uh, and yeah, we'll be posting some videos at the end of September. Perfect. And uh, yeah, if you're listening to this, make sure you review us on iTunes, Google Play, whatever. We're on uh, the, the three main places that this show exists on is Spotify, iTunes, and Google. Every now and then I'll find like a third party site that's just like hosting it for some weird reason in Germany um, and whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, but those are the three places. So if you could review us wherever you kind of listen to it, that'd be great. Uh, mm-hmm. Check out the site, CanadianGameDose.com. Um, go to Patreon to get early access to things. Join the Discord uh, and uh, subscribe on Twitch. Check out us on Twitch and uh, tell all your friends and family about uh, all the great things at CanadianGameDose.com. And we will see you next week where we will hopefully do a short hike and our normal episode. And maybe we'll throw in some messenger. Are we doing, what did we decide on? Did we do, decide that we would do a messenger episode as well? I believe so. All right. That's why, that's why I bought it. Oh, that's why you bought it. Yeah. Well, it's a fun game too, so don't worry. Well, it is a fun game. There you go. Uh, but yeah, okay, fine. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll do, we'll definitely do a short hike, but Messer might have to wait a little bit. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye.